Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. What's going on, everyone? This is Ashley Shuler, your business system strategist, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. Man, we are in the order of operations season. In our previous episode, we talked about the fundamentals of project management, what that means to have that in your business, why you should have it. We broke down the phases and how they're applicable to your business. Now we're going to actually start tearing apart, so to speak, breaking it down, uh, the different components uh, of project management, and really start looking at this on a every day-to-day basis, right? As we know, we're working on so many different types of projects, and I really want to make this tangible for you guys because we are juggling all the things, folks, multiple priorities, Things have to get done. Our schedules are crazy. But today's topic is on scope creep. And yes, you're going to humor me just for a minute. And we're going to be singing the TLC smash hit. Yeah, I creep. Yeah, I'm just creeping on the down low. See, come on. I know that y'all were about that life singing. Y'all you already know. All right, so let's get into scope creep, okay? But let's also define what scope is, all right? So whenever we are working on any type of project now, it's important to know that we have to be very specific with what it is that we are doing. We have to be super, super specific and make sure that we are understanding the work performed to deliver a product or service with specified features and functions, okay? So if you have a coaching program, it just can't be that you're coaching everybody. You got to really niche that thing down and make sure that you have the requirements. That could be, you could be coaching soccer players. This could be like a whole thing, like starting your own coaching program for like soccer coaches, okay? So get really specific on what that desired result is for what you're doing. If you have a virtual event, you're for sure going to have a scope for that. And it can't just be, hey, I'm having this virtual event and it's for everyone. It's not for everyone. You have a defined specific agenda of what you're trying to do. You have what you're looking to be accomplished. You have to have an end result. Your audience is included in all of that including your experience and what you want people to actually know and learn and grow from it. Having a defined scope will prevent you from spending unnecessary money and losing time. Now, let's also dig a little bit deeper because this also goes back to the previous episode, but I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. So as you are embarking upon a new project, Or even if you are a service provider and someone's coming to you for your services, you want to look at a few things and they're applicable for various scenarios. What are you looking to accomplish? What are the tangible deliverables? What type of requirements do you have for this project? What is your budget? Who are your stakeholders, your team members, your tribe, your clients? What technology do you need? What is the deadline? You want to start asking yourself these questions. You might have heard a little word in there a couple of minutes ago where I said, what type of requirements do you have for this project? So when we're talking about requirements, we're talking about 
What are those specific capabilities that are going to satisfy your end result? And there's many different types of requirements, but I'm just going to highlight a couple because I believe we all can identify with these. So sometimes we have technical requirements and these are for a technology system. Now, for instance, let's go back to the virtual event example. Technical requirements can be, okay, I'm going to use Zoom, but then there could also be another feature that you want, which is closed captions. Okay. For you, that could be very much important because you want to be inclusive of the deaf and hard of hearing community. So that can be a technical requirement that you're looking at. User and stakeholder requirements. Now, this is really important because, again, when we are producing our projects, when we are, especially when they're external facing, whether that is a service, a virtual event, an ebook, an actual physical book, whatever that is, you definitely need to take into account what would my stakeholders want to see? And this is truly, truly important if you have a membership or coaching community and you're going to centralize all of your documents, your videos, and your training modules. You want to think to yourself, self, if I'm a user, if I'm a coaching client, what's going to be easiest for them to access these training materials? Will it, is it sufficient to just be emailing it out or should I actually have it in a centralized space and location? And the answer is yes, you should most definitely have it in a centralized location so it's easy to find, right? Another aspect too of stakeholder requirements is actually creating a mini video, like a tutorial that actually helps them walk through how to access the portal with all the information and how to use that. Business requirements. These are high level needs of the organization and they're usually documented during the initial project when you are embarking upon a new project. So business requirements are really used to just truly understand the nature of the project, what's being required, all that type of stuff, all right? So a few things to understand about why scope and requirements are super important for your project. So what it does is it sets you up for accurate planning and project execution, because without having the right scope and the right requirements, and when I'm meaning right, I mean it's right for your project, not for, for mine, because we're all going to be doing different types of things in terms of the projects that we're working on. But we're talking about setting yourself up for accurate planning and project execution. It keeps you focused on the goal and it helps you estimate your time and resources appropriately. So let's break each of these components down. Having the right scope and requirements sets you up for accurate planning and project execution, which means if you are launching a membership program, a coaching program of sorts, you want to really make sure that you understand the scope of the work you're doing. What's the outcome? What are the goals? Who are the stakeholders? You want to have all of your requirements. You want to have those nailed down and tight. Why? Because as you begin to do the planning, as you begin to do the executing, you have a focus. It keeps you focused on that goal. When it comes to estimating your time and planning appropriately your resources, you want to be really careful about making sure that you understand what you're doing, where you're going, and how you're going to do it. It's like a roadmap, essentially. Scope and requirements help you to outline the appropriate roadmap to execution. All right, so let's get down to it, okay? Because I really want to make sure that this is something that's really tangible, that 
that y'all can relate to. How many of us have gone to Target saying that we were just going to pick up something right quick? And what happens? You end up spending over $100 all up in Target. You know why? Because you didn't have your scope and requirements right. That's right. That's how Target gets us, okay? You didn't have your scope and requirements nailed down before you entered into that store. And you know what happens when we don't have that? Scope creep arises. See, we weren't just singing that TLC creep song just for nothing. Scope creep is real, y'all. It's like a whole thing. It's like a whole movement of itself. There's like an association for scope creepers. There's like a whole, they have meetings with each other about how they can come into the lives of service providers and make sure that they can just like get what they want and not pay you what you need. Okay, so let's break that down for a minute. Service providers, what's up? I'm talking to you right now. So let's say you are providing service, web design, graphics, setting up client experience, Dipsado, whatever it is, you have a contract, all right? And inside the contract, you're outlining deliverables, you're outlining the scope of the work that you are going to perform. Everything's going really well. You're working on the, on all of the deliverables. And all of a sudden, you get this email. Well, how about we do this? And maybe the do this is like adding something to it. And maybe for you, you're thinking, all right, well, that kind of makes sense. And maybe you get another email a week later. And it says, well, I was thinking that we could do X. And you see what starts to happen is, is that if you don't have tight boundaries, If you don't have boundaries, you don't have a a clearly defined scope of what is contracted out to perform the work, the deliverables, you will actually add on more to your plate. And in fact, what happens is, is that all of a sudden you're doing a whole bunch of work and that you did not get properly paid for that work. All right. Scope creep can mess up your timing because you have other projects to get to. So if someone is adding on work, that is actually messing up your own timeline for you to start the other projects that need to be dealt with. This is hard stuff. Like we have to really have these conversations. We have to be conscious of it. We have to set clear boundaries and expectations for ourselves and our clients. And shout outs to Contracts with Casey, who has awesome contracts. Definitely shout out to her because you definitely need to do contract reviews and all that stuff with her. You for sure want to get a lawyer to look over your contracts and make sure that you're good to go. So I want to switch the conversation to some of us that are creating projects in our business and really working on various different things. You want to make sure that you really understand what you're doing. So having a really defined scope is really going to help you keep yourself in line. It's going to help you again, prevent you from spending unnecessary money, losing track of time, spending unnecessary time planning. It keeps you really, really focused on your goals. All right, so let's wrap up this discussion. There's a lot of really good information. I wanna give you all some tangible steps in terms of making sure that you have your scope and requirements in place. So step number one, identify deliverables, identify your goals. So know what you're producing and know your goal. Number two, gather information about what do you want and what don't you want, simply put. Also, define and document it. Write all this out. Some of your technical requirements when it's coming to the systems and the non-technical requirements. 
All right. It has been fun talking to you guys about scope and requirements. Let me know what you've thought about this episode. Let me know exactly how you're going to implement this into your business. I look forward to talking with you soon and I'll see you at the next episode. Tired of losing time, money, and feeling ineffective with your work? Click the link in the show notes to apply for the Click Up VIP Day. And also be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.